Tuesday. Did I not? Thank you, Harry, for unmuting me. Good morning. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk on Babs Charles Ivy. It's Tuesday and it's dreary, which is nice. Sometimes you need a rainy day, I guess. Uh, whether you like it or not, it's raining or not raining or it's about to rain or close to raining, whatever. It's something. <laughs> Good, good morning. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, it's Tuesday in the Elm. I'm up, I'm surfing the net a little bit. Uh, had a good time on the porch last night, you know. Uh, congratulations to uh, Dr. Jonathan Berryman. He is the new assistant principal at Hill House High School. Uh, so that's really nice. So uh, congratulations. They're getting a gem of an educator over there. Uh, he's over there with my sorrow, Shanette uh, Wiley, and that'll be lovely. So uh, oh. so that's a good move. You know, but anyway, he brought a good bottle of rosé last night. So me, him, and Ife set up there and drink. Uh, we drank the bottle. I had already drank some wine before they even got there. So I was like three bottles in, right? That's a lot of wine. And I had beer and I had uh, Uncle Nearest. Because I wasn't expecting anybody. So I was just, I was about to call it a night. And then he called and he said, hey, I'm coming through with a bottle. I was like, okay. So I just hung out a little bit longer. And then uh, and then I just, you know, I said, hey, Lenny Faye popped through. So we just outside, drank a lot. I don't feel bad. It was a nice rosé too. And I, it was a muggy night. It was nice and cold. And then we had a really good Chianti. Somebody brought a good Chianti. It was really, really good. So we drank that. It was, it was good wine drinking last night. That's the thing when you drink good wine, you don't you don't you don't get a hangover. It's only when you drink that swill, you know that really not really good wine. You just feel it. No, I don't feel no kind of way. I am. I tell you what, I am craving. So I was at I was at Zoe's the other day, and I had this really great sandwich. I was having this sandwich conversation with somebody because it was made just how I wanted it. And it gave me that taste that I wanted. And now I want it again. So, and, and I probably will get it again. It probably won't be made the same way and I'll hate it. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. Um, uh, but I, I'm gonna, when I get off air, I'm gonna go over to Zoe's and get my sandwich. And it's just a smoked turkey and, in, and uh, uh, Italian ham, imported ham, lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, must, yellow mustard, and cucumbers, I like cucumbers on a salad because cucumbers give you that crunch. You know what I mean? Like I like the crunch in the salad, I mean in the sandwich. So it gives you a little bit of a, a crunch. I know it sounds unorthodox, but put a cucumber, put cucumbers on your sandwich. It will give you, it will give you a nice vibe. Lost this thing again. Oh. So try it. I, I wouldn't steer you wrong. I would not steer you wrong. Give it a shot. 
So, uh, so that's what I'm going to do. I know I'm already, listen, I'm already planning my day around food. Can you see that? But I've been thinking about this sandwich since I had it. And, uh, and I knew I couldn't get over there yesterday because I had to go, I had to go to the, um, uh, the doctor's office. So it was, and they closed at three o'clock. So they opened, you know, they opened, that's me tapping my bracelet. They open in the morning uh, and then they close at three o'clock. So I, I had, my appointment was at three o'clock so I couldn't get over there. So, but I'm going over there today after I get off air uh, because that'll put me in front of the rush hour. And uh, you need to give me the sandwich that I want. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm, see, I'm planning my day. I'm already planning my day around around food and then uh yeah so so tomorrow i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna i'm gonna i might take a walk today but definitely uh tomorrow i'm gonna start working out in the mornings again that's what i'm gonna do i've made up my mind just now because i've got go i've got some health goals that i want to accomplish and i'm not accomplishing them and i keep thinking about them as if i don't know what to do and i do know what to do so, so the so, so the way to break procrastination um, is to break break pro procrastination. Is to just break it. So, so that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, break break procrastination by doing the damn thing. So, I don't like the way my camera. I don't like the way my my um, laptop looks today. Maybe because there's not enough light in here today. It looked very sepia, washed out. Or maybe it's just me imagining that. Maybe it's not that at all. Um, but anyway, so tomorrow it starts. That's it. Harry, tomorrow it starts. I'm done. I'm getting into it. No more procrastinating. Summer is here. I should be, I should be well along. But I can't be caught up in shoulds. You cannot be caught up in shoulds because shoulds keep you in procrastination mode. As long as you're focused on, well, I should have. Well, you did it. So get over it, move on, now do it. So that's that's where I'm at. That's my that's my thinking. So tomorrow it's on. And uh I I was gonna finish, I was poised to finish Yellow House book by Sarah M. Brew, but because I had company, I didn't finish it. So I got a little bit to finish. So I'll finish that today. Uh, I've got two board meetings, but I'm about to, and it always happens. You know, I always have Planned Parenthood and Long Wharf Theater. And I was at Planned Parenthood last month. So I'm going to go to Long Wharf Theater board meeting this, this month. Uh, and so I'm going to call Planned Parenthood or send a message to say I'm not going to be in attendance. And our meetings are in person now. We're back to being live. I'm like, my eye is so itchy, so itchy, so itchy. Um, so we're back to being live and I'm going to, uh, so I always have to do this. I always have to decide, you know, which meeting I'm going to go to. So I'm going to go to the Long Wharf meeting and, uh, and then next month I'll go to the Planned uh, Parenthood meeting. That's the only way I could balance this out. So, so yeah, so I have that stuff to do. And then today I've got to um, 
I was a little bit blindsided yesterday because uh, I had to jump on a, 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 a conference meeting yesterday for the inner city. And so that took up the better part of my day because I, I had planned to do some other things while I was at the office. So, so when I got in, uh, John was like, oh, I need you to do this. So I was like, all right. And it, it took up a lot of my time. But I didn't get to do all the things that I wanted to do in the office. So today I'm going to tackle that. And then uh, tomorrow I got a doctor's appointment. I go see my uh, my hip surgeon and uh, or his designee just to follow up to see where I am. And, and I said this a while ago and I was talking to Lance about this, uh, Christine's husband, Lance uh, Josie. I said, you know, I, I could I could tell I've made another milestone with this with these new hips because I was concerned that the pain wasn't going away in my right hip. I was like, gosh, this thing still kind of hurts, you know, like surgery hurt, like you know, not arthritis hurts. Um, and then and then it just stopped. I was like, okay. Uh, and I, I'm walking better, but I'm still not walking the way that I want to be walking. Well, I tell you what I did. I, I, I got down the stairs the other day with a little bit of a skip. And I thought, oh, this is, this is new. You know, I wasn't even thinking. I was just like, oh, I'm going down the steps. Boo, 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 boo. And that's was skipping. I was like, oh, I still, I'm still having trouble getting up the stairs because my right knee is hurts, you know. But it's not as bad as it was. So I don't know. So yeah, so I still feel my right hip feels a little, I can still feel, you know, feel it. I feel nothing in my left hip, fine. In my right hip, I still feel a little bit of tinge, twinge, I feel a little bit faint, faint, faint. So, uh, so I get a call from my doctor yesterday and, uh, and they say, I may have a, well, not may, I have a cyst or a tumor on my kidney and they, they I need to go see a, a, a doctor for that and figure out what, what, how to best to address it. So nothing, nothing serious, you know, we're not nervous, we're not worried. Just, you know, it's just one of these things, you know, aging, it's just, I think it's an aging thing. You know, it's just an aging thing. So, so I'll go deal with that. Uh, I need to call my dentist. I need to call my cardiologist. Get them all back in rotation. Lord, so many things. So, so many things. So many things. You know, this adulting life. I sent my son Khalil $50. And does it end? You know, you know, I feel like if you're bold enough to ask, if I have it, I'll give it to you. No. Oh, he's trying to do something. You know, he, he always likes to give me a long story. Like, boy, just ask for what you want. Shut up. Keep it moving. Like, I don't need to hear your story because, you know, nine, nine, t nine times out of ten, I'm not going to believe anything you say. No way. But I'm going to give you the money because I have it. And uh, I'm going to just give it to you. So I, I cash out them a little money. Not much, just 50 bucks. I had it, you know, and I, you know, he asked his sister, he asked Margo, who, you know, Margo is just, he just does not abide him what, no, whatsoever. And uh, cause you know, he was mean to her a lot of times. So he has been mean to a lot of people a lot of times. 
Uh, and, you know, she just had enough. So I said, well, send him $20 and I'll give it back to you. And she was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and then she wrote me this long text about, you know, why she's feeling the way she feels about it. I was like, okay. They're not cut, you know, my kids are not cut the way my sisters and brothers are. You know, they're just not. They, I mean, I, they're fine, but, you know, I, I, don't, I don't need any questions. I, I, my brother, I, you know, we have this code in my family. Even if you're wrong, you're right. I'm always going to be on their side. I'm just always team them. So that's just what it is. And uh, my kids are not that way. They're just not team them, you know? I mean, they fall out, but they make back up. But I th And I think Khalil has crossed so many lines and so many boundaries that, you know, he, it, he makes it, he made it very hard for them to, you know, I mean, I think, you know, Gregory and, and Brianna are forgiving. Margot is not forgiving. She's just not. And, uh, you know, hopefully maybe someday they'll get on some accord, but, and I hope I see it while I'm alive. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to have to die, you know, in order for them to get together and whatever. So that's just what it is. Anyway, that's, that's neither here nor there. Just lamenting my children, that's all. Just lamenting them. And uh, but I mean, for the most part, though, they they are figuring out the world and, and, and their place in it. And really, as a parent, that's all you want. You know, you have to let them be out there and figure out the world. You have to let them fail. You just have to. And I know a lot of parents who just don't want their kids to fail. And that's not the lesson, because if they, if they never fail, they never get to see what they're made of and what they can do and how they can rebound. If you take away that benefit of failure, you, you have failed as the parent. You failed. You, can't, you cannot make it easier or soft for them. That's, that's, not, that's not how they build strength. And I, There's a lot of parents out there just think, oh, well, I'm gonna let them be at my house until they're 30, I'm gonna let them, I'm gonna let them, I'm gonna let them, I'm gonna take care, whatever, whatever, whatever. And that doesn't build the muscle that they need to survive in the world. I, I know. And there are some parents who, who are probably listening to me think I'm wrong or whatever. But if, 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 you, if they don't get the tools, how do you get the tools? You get the tools through experience. You can't tell anybody really anything. They have to learn things. So, um, so if you don't let them get out there in the world and, and, and remove some of the support so that they can figure out their own sea legs, you're not, you're not helping them. You're crippling them, you know? And I see, I see it all the time. I see it. I see it, I see it, I see it. And you know, as parents, we go in the rescue mode. You know, we 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 create the softness in these children. We and I'm not suggesting that we should have beat the crap out of them, no. But we should have given, we should have pushed them, we should push them out of the nest as soon as possible. So if they have to fly, because there's nothing worse than being 30 years old and flying the nest, and then 35, 33, 35, 40, you can't make it. And so you got to come back home because you can't make it. I, that's tough. And you're not going to like a 30-year-old in your house. 
he's not. You know, so uh, he's just not gonna like it. And 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 at some point they'll have to deal with you and your decisions. I mean, they'll have to deal with you and your health decisions because you know I'm I'm gonna age. I'm gonna get old. God willing, I'll get older. You know. And now that's the hope. That's the hope that I I will uh, that I will age. I will get older. So anyway, that's the uh, that's the idea. So I don't know. So I'm just I'm just talking about my kids. <laughs> I, I don't I'm not nervous about them. You know I've been nervous about them, but I'm not nervous about them now. So. Uh, you know, uh, uh, they 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 are all right. They're gonna be all right, but we'll see. You know. Anyway. Anyway, I didn't watch the BET Awards because I told you I don't I don't watch them. I don't like. Uh, I don't like the award shows anymore, but I I know you know they I think I think people were just making fun of Patty Labelle because she was doing a tribute to Tina Turner and didn't have the words, and I guess somebody was standing in front of the teleprompter. Oh, I don't know what it was. I'm just looking at all the news throughout the social media, and uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't. I don't watch the awards. I might watch the Oscars if there's somebody I really want to see uh, uh, get an award. But for the most part, the I, my award life is, you know, the commitment to awards is really uh, uh, blown past me. And that's fine. I'll leave it to the young people that can have it. I can have it. Unless there's somebody up there that I really want to see. And there was, there really was no one that I was remotely interested in. So, so I didn't feel like I missed anything. So, and just FYI, uh, Paul is taking a break from Word on the Street. He'll be back at some point, but he's taking a little break because it's summer. It's summer. Summertime is here. So he's taking a break. So we are not giving up on word on the street. Don't get nervous. Hold on to your pearls. Uh, we'll be back. It'll be back. Full, full stop. And just take a little break uh, right now. So, uh, but in the meantime, you can always go back and look at um, some of the word on the streets that you missed. And there's quite a few. You can go and look and, uh, and catch up on, 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 on what you missed. Or just revisit some, some ones that you like. That's what I, I have to tell you. So, uh, so yeah, so go check out. There's some that I like to revisit from Word on the Street. Uh, I There's some that I really would like to see again and just see what's happening. We did revisit the sister that lived that became a realtor, became a real estate agent. Um, uh, and it was nice to see her again. So there's some people that I wouldn't mind seeing again. Not all of them, trust me. But a handful of them that I I'd, I'd want to see again, just to you know see what's happening. So, anyway, that's that's life in the in the elm right now. That's where we are. So let me let me take a look at the uh, let me see what's going on in the independent. 
Let me see what's happening in the world of news, local news, local news. And then I'll, I'll pop by the arts paper too. Uh, because it's always good to like, no, I, I turn my TV on in the mornings. Not early, because I like to catch a little bit of Connecticut news and then the rest of Good Morning America. So, uh, oh, there's a piece on arts and ideas keeps reflecting New Haven. And uh, it's an arts analysis. So, okay. All right. And then uh, the Q House Health Health Hub, uh, the Cornell Scott Health Center is open. They had a ribbon cutting yesterday and uh, I couldn't get over there because I was here. <laughs> so, uh, and then they had the piece on the uh, Senior Center over there. So there's a, it's a little, it's a vibe over there. Uh, there's a whole thing going on, so. Uh, uh, there's a piece up on better bus stops, faster trains. Yeah, that's a no and a no. So, oh, there's some looming cuts coming to Metro North and the Shoreline East. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, let's see, who's leaving? The retiring literacy director is retiring. Okay. Uh, um, uh, Shafiq opens his mayoral uh, office on Whaley Avenue. It's right there on Whaley, like close to uh, before you get to the corner of uh, Winthrop, because he lives down Winthrop. So, uh, uh, Let's see, uh, Newhallville Alder Tony Streets is um, campaigning. I need to get up with him because he's been he's been um, he's been sending the inner city to people in prison. Or well, not the whole paper, but pieces of the paper, and I can help with that. Like I can have the paper sent. So um, I need to catch up with him. So I'll I'll do that. He's on my list. Miss um, Glesby gave me his email and uh, I reached out to him but I didn't reach back so I'm, this is why I like to try to get in touch with people as soon as I'm asked to get in touch with them because it's like a snowball you know of time <laughs> it's like a snowball of time once you once you let one day go then it becomes 20 days and then it becomes two months so I've got a I've got a uh Got to get in. Nightlife at noon. What is this? I got I got Now I got Now I'm intrigued by this story by Larry Bloom. So, uh, oh, Villa Lulu. Early afternoon eats at Villa Lulu. Yeah. For those of us who are old, probably getting in early, it might not be a bad idea. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's good. So that's 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 the rundown uh, of the New Haven Independent, you know. And if you want more news just about Black people, about Black people, from Black people, by Black people, to Black people, go to innercity.com. We've got a whole website up. 
uh, and the paper, the actual paper, the digital paper is embedded in that. So you could check it out. Feel free. This is a supermarket in the hill. Oh, um, used to be Sea Town. Now it's K Foods. Huh. Huh. Uh. Okay. So the, the education board or the board of ed um, is seeking two spots for parents. I think they should have parents on there, you know, but they gotta be, they can't be all flame, flammable. They gotta be, uh, they gotta be willing to do the necessary work. Not saying that parents don't do the necessary work. I just came off the common ground board so I know I know what it's like to serve on a board of education, uh, and it's you know it's grueling, and it's and it's a, a lot of it is mundane. It's not all glamorous and exciting. You know that's that's the part. People think you're just you know making these you, you're deliberating on exciting stuff all the time. No, you have to do the mundane, the mundane boring stuff that has to happen that requires your attention, that requires your vote requires your commitment. It's not always the fiery stuff. It's not always that, you know? And then once you get on the inside and being on a board, uh, you get to see how the sausage is made. Then you're like, oh, I see, I see, I see. Oh, it's, it's that moment. Like, oh, okay. You know, it becomes, uh, uh, it's not as, as, as exciting. As when you catch it in the news, you know, when they're, when you see the battling of something, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the salaciousness of the news when it's all, oh, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. So, so yeah, put some pants on there. Let's see how boring it is. And, and it requires a commitment of time. And if you, if you don't, if you, and then, you know, once you get on the board, then you have to get on committees. Right, because there's committees within a board that re that require a, a whole other separate, uh, <laughs> a whole separate meeting, a whole separate meeting, and meetings and 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 documents. So so it so uh, it can it can it can be daunting, uh, and you could feel a little overwhelmed. And, and everything that's going on in the board is not that hot topic, hot button issues that you that gets caught up in the news. It's the mundane. It's, okay, how many chalkboard erasers do we order? You know, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, you have a bill for that? We didn't send this out to bid. Oh, there's only one person that makes chalkboard erasers? Oh, okay. You know, it's that kind of, <laughs> it's not always, Oh, you know, curriculum and who's teaching what and how is that? It's the mundane stuff that has to get that has to get addressed. And yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. So anyway, good luck with that. I think that's the point that I'm making. Good luck with that. Good luck. Uh I, I caught some of the news uh last night. I don't know where I saw this. Um, maybe it was just a snippet. Um, 
the 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 wife the wife of the of the businessman and the son the wife of the son the mother the, the wife of the husband and the mother of the son that went down in the in the in the submersible um she she was uh having a bbc conversation and uh uh, having a conversation on BBC with somebody, the BBC. Uh, I think they're going to air it somewhere, but it's her first interview. I, I, I think it's rather early. I, if I were her, I would be talking, but that's just me. Um, so she was talking about, she was supposed to go. She was supposed to go and her son was, ex he really wanted to go in her place. He was excited. So she was like, all right, you know how mothers do. All right, this means that much to you, go ahead. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it was one of those situations. We all been in our space. I'm like, all right, you know, we'll sacrifice our, you know, what we want to do for the sake of our kids. So, so there was a little snippet about that and how, um, and how she knew at the 96 hour, because she knew when they, when the oxygen was running out, that's when she just lost hope. She's like, hope just, she just lost all hope. And she knew, she knew right then and there, you know. So um, I don't know if I, I would be talking to people just as, I, I don't know if I would be talking to people at all, but it might be cathartic for her. But I, I just know I wouldn't be talking to anybody. I'd be like, don't come around here. I just wouldn't be talking to anybody. That A tragedy of that magnitude, I just wouldn't want to, I just wouldn't want to talk to anybody. But that's just how I am. I would just be that way. That's just how I am. So anyway, uh, I think it's going to air somewhere. I don't know where. I don't know how I was watching this or I saw it, but um, she looked like she had been dragged. She looked a little. That's what I mean. I, I, I think it, it just feels exploitive to me. Maybe that's what I want to say. That, you know, and I get people probably have been hounding her for a conversation or a quote or something. And, uh, but she hasn't had a moment to sort of, take all this in you know so and, and i'm just speaking for her that's all i'm just i don't know what her state of being is it might feel good for her to like she might feel like i'm gonna say what i'm saying i'm gonna shut up or whatever or you know they're listening to me now or it's it's fresh so i could just say what i was feeling or thinking i don't know i i don't know it's just so so many other stories around this thing you know that just give me pause you know and and nobody's talking about the the refugee boat off the island off the coast of greece where 700 people <laughs> i don't even know how you put 700 people on a boat that's not a cruise ship i just don't know how you do it you know and like 83 people died or something you know, i don't know I, I just think if, if you if you see people risking their very lives for this, then at the at the very least, something else has to happen other than turning them back or letting them be out there like that. I don't know. I, I used to think that I could enough creativity could solve the world's problem. But I think I think the world isn't the people of the world are not interested in solving the problem. That, that's, what I, that's what I'm starting to, 
And that might sound very hopeless, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think we're readily wanting to solve the world's problems. And I know there are people who are working very hard to solve the world's problems. You know, I think on some level I am too. But there's too many people who don't want to solve the world's problems that get in the way of solving the world's problems. Um, and 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 just are about their own edification. You know what I mean? I don't know what to make of that. I just feel like if if you want your countrymen to do well, you want other humans to do well. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> will not be the first time. I dare say shall not be the last time. But I, I do, you know, I do think about the world and, this, and, and, and the way that we are handling it. I do think about that. And I want, every, I want everybody else to think about it too. You know, beyond recycling. <laughs> That's important. Recycling is important. But beyond recycling. I want people to think about, what, well, what do, what do kids need? And give it a deep dive. What do, what do kids in this neighborhood need? In any your neighborhood, not not where I'm at, but in your neighborhood, what do kids need? You know what what do what do adults need? What do adults need? What do we need? You know, uh, someone has said to me, uh, "I seem to be what did they say? I seem to be a, a crusader for curing loneliness." Now I I tend to not like. Any, 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 I tend to not like to have the word crusader attached to me in any kind of form of fashion. Because it just sounds Knights Templar. Do you know what I mean? Like it just sounds white supremacy, crusade. I don't, but I, I'm struck by, I'm struck by the amount of loneliness that exists in the world in this modern world. I'm struck by that. I'm struck by that. How we live in a world of such communication technology that people are held up in spaces, not going outside, not communicating because they're fearful or they're depressed or they're sad or they're unhappy. And never in the history of the world have we had this. So I'm struck by how that is even a, a, real, a real possibility. How is that a possibility? And yet it is. You know, and it's not just old people withering away. It's all kinds of people who can't make friends, don't know how to make friends. Kids don't know how to make friends. You know, when I was a kid, you just went outside and that's how you made friends. <laughs> you, turn, you got turned loose in the neighborhood and you run from sun up to sundown. And that's how you made, and you get and you go home, wash up for dinner and go to bed and, and get up and do it all over again in the summers. So when the summer ended, you had a whole bunch of friends. You'd go back to school and you've got new friends who you played with all summer. 
I don't I don't know what to make of this. So I I don't I wouldn't say I'm a crusader for loneliness. I I am I am a person that appreciates and and needs connection to people. And I think that's why people like coming on the porch because it is it is a real authentic hub of connection. It's a real hub of connection, you know. And and you could come on the porch and be at ease. And it, it's not even it's not fancy. It's not anything other than a space where people can just relax, drink some wine or eat some food or whatever, laugh, joke, and be in communion with each other. Because that's what we're doing. We're just being in communion. Because I'm I, I'm just baffled by this sense of loneliness that exists. And loneliness should not exist in the world with all this technology, with the world getting smaller and closer in the way that we can connect. And people just are not connecting. And the fact that we have dating apps, like a gazillion of them, says that we, we've lost something connecting. And I, I'm not saying get rid of date, that's, Hear me. I'm not saying get rid of dating apps. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we are looking for artificial ways for real connection. And some people are having great success at it, but, but not nearly enough because we have this real sense of loneliness that exists and people are, uh, reaching out and connecting to people in desperate ways, you know? And I just, I'm just, uh, and there's a great deal of loneliness in the world, so much loneliness. And I, I'm, I'm just baffled by that. Cause I, I don't, first of all, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And, uh, I, and I know what it's like to be lonely. I haven't been lonely in years and years and years and years, you know, years and years and years. But we, but it's it's becoming epidemic, and I'm telling, as I said, as I said this again, it's not just elderly people. It's not just old people. You know, we tend to. Our first thought is, well, it's old people. Their families have moved away. Their friends have died. Oh, you know, blah 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 blah. But it's not old people it's 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 old it's aging people yes but it's it's kids too it's kids middle-aged women it's housewives it's stay-at-home mom it's people just not having pathways to connection to each other and and while we love the tools of the of the modern world the tools of the modern world are leaving us bereft and beside ourselves and and not connecting you know and and i find that problematic you know because the world has always been a wondrous beautiful place so why aren't people in it like why aren't people discovering the world why aren't they you know why aren't people people who are lonely outside why aren't they outside? You know, why aren't they sitting in the park and talking to people? You know, why aren't they, you know, going past the same market every day and getting to know people? 
Why aren't they walking down their street every day so that people could see them and then they could speak to people and then every day, next thing you know, they're striking up a conversation with somebody. You know, I, I don't, yeah. That, we, are, we are losing our ability to connect to each other. You know, I, 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 I pay attention when I'm with my friends, how we, we can be together and be on our phones at the same time. And uh, I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. Um, but what I will say, uh, and I'm guilty of this, so I'm not pointing the finger at any damn body except myself, that uh, I'm gonna work harder than when I'm in communion with my friends, I put my damn phone down because I can't be here and there at the same time. And I think we like to think that we can be here and there and everywhere. And I'm good at this, you know. I'm good at that. So I, I never, I never, I never want to give the appearance of being bored or not interested in people that I'm with. So when I'm with people, I want to be with people. I want to be on my phone. So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna work harder at. Not even. I'm just gonna just stop doing that. I'm just gonna stop doing it. You know, it's like a bad habit. It's just habit. You know, I wasn't raised with a cell phone. I know it's a, a cell phone is a is a modern invention. You know, it's it's a modern invention. We didn't have cell phones twenty years ago. No, no one had no one had access to you like that. No one had access to you like that. They call your house phone. If you had an answer machine, they leave a message. And if you was inclined, you'd go and listen to it <laughs> at the end of the day or late at night. And then you wouldn't call people back until the next day at a decent hour. Now people you can talk to, and this is not a this is not a um this is not a complaint because I'm I'm guilty of all of this. You know, you can leave messages, call people, text people all hours of the day and night. You can be accessible. So that's what I'm gonna work on. I'm gonna work on that. That's, that's my, my new challenge, that when I'm with my friends or when I'm with people, that I put my phone down, put my phone away, just put it away, and then just engage people. No. Oh, and I love taking pictures. So I'll get the picture taken out of the way, all of that. I'll hand people my phone to put their contact information in. I'll do all that. But while I'm with people, I'm not going to be looking for other people. What I, when I'm with people, I'm not going to spend my time seeing what other people are doing, because that's what you do when you, when you're searching social media and you're like, uh, I'm with people, but I want to see what these other people are doing, <laughs> because I'm not engaged. I'm not fully engaged over here, and that's really what it is. You're not fully engaged, and I'm not. Listen, this is not an accusation. I'm not accusing. I'm. This is my. This is me. Noticing how I am in the world. So I'm going to stop doing it. I'm just going to make a habit of stop. I'm going to make a note and I'm going to make it a deliberate intention of not doing that. So when I'm with people, I'm with them. And I don't have my phone in my hand, you know. And there's lots of pictures of me with my phone in my hand. 
like my like it's an appendage. Lots of pictures. I'm never far from my my phone is never far from me. You know. And I think I'm a good user of, of my phone, but I've noticed when I started thinking about if I'm with people, why am I paying attention to what other people are doing? Why am I, why am I, why am I here and then trying to be over there? Yeah. So, so that all ends today too. <laughs> Ooh, I'm just making a checklist. And I'll say, I'll check in and see how I'm doing. And, it, and it's a habit, right? So it's going to take some, some doing to break this habit. But break it, I must. Break it, I must, you know, um, because I, I, I want to foster deeper connection. And I, and I, and I don't want to be in the house surfing either. I don't want to be in the house scrolling for hours, you know, um, looking at what other people are doing. What am I doing? That's the question I'm always going to have to ask myself. What are, you, what are you doing? Why are you looking at them? What, do you, what, what is it about what? And what are you looking for? I heard this the other day. Somebody was talking about uh, our social media um, obsession. You know, when, when we're scrolling, what are we looking for? What is the thing? What is it? What are we looking for? And I don't think we're looking for anything other than it's a habit now, you know, we don't tend to ourselves. We don't, I, cause I could be doing all kinds of things. I could be writing, I could be reading, I could be doing all kinds of things. And yet I'm scrolling. What is that about? And these are questions that I'm asking myself. I'm not putting this on anybody else. I'm just telling you what I notice about myself and my behavior, you know, what am I looking for? So when I saw this woman talk about this and she was like, you know, when you're scrolling, what are we looking for? Like when we're, when we're, we're, when we're on the ground for hours and, and some of us are, what, what are we looking for? What are, you know, what, what is, what is entertaining? And I, and I don't say that as an accusation. I'm just saying, I'm, this is a real question. Like, what do we, what do we hope to see? What are we seeing? Are we just, because we just see so many interesting things that we just want to see all the interesting things. Like, what is it? So that's all, um, that's the point, that's the point. So I'm just, yeah. And how much time is that? And, and your phone will tell you, there's a little place in your, in your phone that'll tell you how much time you spent on all the apps. I remember I saw how much time I spent on Facebook and I was like, oh, this, this is ridiculous. I, and, and, and it feels, in the moments, it feels like nothing. You know, quick look here, quick look there. I'm at the doctor's office, whatever. I'm looking. And I'm not looking at anything. And I have, you know, I'm not reading anything. Sometimes I'll read an article or so. But for the most part, I'm, I'm just passing, pass, killing time, passing time. I don't want to say wasting time. But I'm just killing time. I'm just, I'm just, I'm neither here nor there. I'm neither here nor there, you know? I'm neither here nor there. And, and that's a good use of that term, neither here nor there, when it comes to uh, uh, how, how, how I'm trying to be in two places at once, you know? I'm not here and I'm not there. Where am I? 
And that's, that's something for all of us to think about. Where am I? If I'm not here and here being fully present and I'm not there because there is where, where is there in relationship to my social media scrolling? I'm not there, even though I'm paying attention to what's going, like I follow a couple of sites in Paris, love it. But I'm not really in Paris. I'm just looking at Paris through somebody else's lens because they're there. I'm not, I'm here, but I'm not really here because I'm, I'm, I'm not engaged here. Ha! Now that's some deep thinking for your ass right there. I just did some, a deep dive into all of that. And so, so how do I, how do I remedy this? Well, I remedied it by putting my phone down and being in community and in communion with my surroundings. That's how you remedy it. You just be in communion with your surroundings. And that's what I want to work on. There's a couple of things I want to work on. You know, beyond drink, drinking more water. <laughs> I'm going to write this down. I'm going to write down all the things that I want to work. And, you know, listen, these are not, I don't, I don't, I've accomplished so much in my life, big, big things that now I'm honing in on the everyday mundane kinds of things. I, I, I want to keep house plants and keep them alive. Simple, right? You know how many house plants I've killed? just not paying attention to them, overwatering them, just not caring about them. I, I want to grow houseplants. I need to drink more. I need to be consciously drinking more water. Sounds simple. I buy water bottles, beautiful water bottles to put water in, and then I run out the house and I forget them. That's not being present. You know? So I, so that. that. <laughs> So anyway, I'm going to take a break. I'll be back at 1015. We'll get into it a little bit more. Hope you're having a good day. Thanks for tuning in. I love y'all. I love seeing y'all out here. We're just being beautiful. So I'll be back. Hi, this is Babs Rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut. And you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. While COVID may not stop a baby's heart, isn't a child with a rising fever, cough, and chills enough to make your heart skip a beat? Children are 19% of reported COVID cases with higher rates in Hispanic and Black children. Vaccinated six months to five-year-olds are 80% less likely to get COVID, which means 80% healthier New Haven one-year-olds and 100% happier New Haven parents. To learn more, visit nhbvax.org. Show me your point.
Hammer to your head, duffel bag with that cash. Connecticut vet, I done really ran laps, nigga. Let's go. Just because Brady bought that 10 acre mansion in Greenwich, y'all think CT is green grass, houses with picket fences. Y'all forgot about the war with young bulls dying in the trenches. Y'all forgot pistol waving where murders high statistics. Forgot about Norwalk, them RC be tripping. The weed smell different, them tweaking, they probably dipped it. Y'all forgot hard hitting, got baddies, got all the half it. Call you off, he rock hard, yeah, it's different. Oh, if it's Coos, Bond, Lounge, Bartender, bottle my order. Duce and Waterbury, both nicknamed Dirty Water. Home of the best ballers like Ben Gordon, Tarazi. You can get body fast as a Ghibli, Maserati. They shoot on them back blocks, work it, move in a trash spot. A-body hustle, knowing you have or you have not. We them rappers, gatekeepers won't open the padlocks. All these carrots chain husky like the Yukon mascot. So the guard tell them I was... Born in Connecticut, Born in Connecticut, it's on you where the fuck you at? Born in Connecticut, man, is you in this? Born in Connecticut, Bristol, is you fucking with me? Born in Connecticut, hot 93.7, born in Connecticut, New London where my head is at? Born in Connecticut, this is where the hustles turn, but I'm getting busy, Gifted, leaving spirits lifted like Dr. King's last words before we got his 
cap twisted. I'm told I'm a nigga with an attitude. Cause I chew to spell America like Ice Cube. You're white America. I got some real bad news. Me and my crew's about to open up some all black schools. I ain't Jacob. But wake up, baby. I drop jewels on your tights to keep their business tight like ice core jewels. Apologize, to I highly refuse when it's cool. <laughs> you when I choose to use the word. We're in referring to my black brothers and sisters when you really want me to mistreat my Miss Silly like Mr. Like Rama. I just want y'all to follow the leader when Whitey want me to beat her like Silly told Hoppo to do to Sophia. Leave the color purple bruises on her complexion, either give her everlasting love and affection with every inch of my inner misdirection in a midsection. In producing positive pregnancy tests, I bring the drama like some of Osama suicide bombers pose like a comma as I preach to teach truth like Dalai Lama overcome like Obama offer from a prima donna looking for a shorty from the hood with the heart of Osada. Influential like a nephew in his martyr, big papa hook up the mic, the head of scholar, drop a paragraph of power on the missus, so just shut up and listen to what I'm spitting, the price of admission to it, show that of a college tuition. Listen to the lyrical lecture from PA to professor, putting listeners to the test in the second semester scholarship for my future scholars, as in the hood bringing home honors, but can't come up with the dollars and the earning for the higher learning. It's like an internal flame, you're in my heart that stays burning. Martin Luther King had a dream, better yet a vision to give the youth the opportunity to make a decision in their life mission. Giving your mommy's ambition to want to be more than a dancer in a video vision. Pop told me you can't analyze, but don't idolize another. But that cat, Mike Jack, was a bad motherfucker. And that man, James Brown, was a bad soul brother. And KRS told me about the front his blood stain white sheep say they somebody dying is bringing he like dying and you ain't got that beef they'll clapping looking fine all i hear was silence pray i ain't taking another loss life came with a course and we all pay it names and grave claim the graves that we lay in they gonna tell you they love you won't tell you when they was hating and i'm saying that's gonna fake it until they make it the rest of us out here gonna get it because we gonna take it don't tell me what you got Tell me how you got it, that ain't the life you live So how you figure you bought it, I'ma be real till I die You say the same and I doubt it, you let the hype gas you up I'm hot regardless without it, never been the type to brag But I got this in the bag, and I'm trying for the fuck out for the I shit never had, and my dad a bigger crib Mama better way to live, my sister's a comfortability And not needing these legs Build me a house up on the mountain and some issues Make a see-through just to walk around but naked And that if I deserve it all the time I put in hustling and grinding for ends, can't tell me I don't deserve it. All the time I put in hustling and grinding for ends, can't tell me I don't deserve for it. For eight time I fought tears, feeling alone all these years, fighting and facing my fears, can't tell me I don't deserve for it. All the time I fought tears, feeling alone all these years, fighting and facing my fears, can't tell me I don't deserve it. For eight night I stayed up with a pain in my gut, cold wind in my strut, don't know where I'm going, but I'm going and I ain't looking back. Only if I could have took it back, I've been stupid, I've been foolish, but I'm growing, so improvement. If I got something to prove, then I'm proving it to myself. Then no matter how hard it get, I'ma play the cards that I dealt. Go hard for what I felt, but I'm feeling like killing everything in my path. Don't nothing last too long, even the pain stay strong till I'm under the grave and gone. Gotta get right for every time I did wrong. For every night I sat up like the cuff descended all. Got up from a four, standing tall, never gave up. Leave it to them to try to make it seem like they made us, cause they be showing love. To disguise the fact that they hate us, been in the 
game too long, nervous them to try to play us. MVP most valid position, I'm comfortable wherever they couldn't fit in. You could have all the riches and be dead broke and need a fix in. Tell me what's your intentions, why they try to change sneakers, I'm trying to change the conditions, I, I deserve it. All the time I put in, hustling and grinding for ends, can't tell me I don't deserve it. All the time I put in, hustling and grinding for ends, can't tell me I don't deserve for it. For eight time I fought tears, feeling alone all these years, fighting and facing my fears, can't tell me I don't deserve for it. For all the time I fought tears, feeling alone all these years, fighting and facing my fears, can't tell me I don't deserve it. I deserve it. Can't tell me I don't deserve it. <laughs> I deserve it. Uh, when I was 16, I was really in the streets. Hey, oh, look, yeah. When I was 16, I was really in the streets. Hey, oh, when I was 16, I was really in the streets. Count that money, count that money. Yeah, I know, I 
before. My diamond shining, and she love the way they glow. Ooh, girl, I know you wanna roll, yeah, yeah. And girl, your man ain't gotta know, yeah, yeah. And I won't treat you like no more, yeah, yeah. Wanna hit it on the handstand? That's a home run, baby girl. Better yet, a grand slam. Tryna kick it like Van Dan. Wanna go you on the trip? You can ride in the caravan. So I'm saying, I never changed though. Hey, you ride my face? Why I eat the beef look like a mango? Don't mind spending the change though. You could get what you want. I beat it like the Django. You ain't never met him like me. Plus you say I'm down to earth and I'm cooler than the iced tea. Stroke lights make the ice gleam. So if you roll with me, I'ma eat it like some ice cream. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. Here in the M, it's about 10, 17, 8 in. I think it's still overcast. I think rain is coming. Although it didn't rain that much yesterday. I don't know. It rained enough. I mean, it rained. Not enough, but it's overcast. I'm trying to look out the window to see if it's raining. I don't think it is. Um, it sounds like it's raining, though, because it sounds like I, I hear rain. But I'm looking out the window. I don't see rain, but it might be just drizzling. Because yesterday when I was sitting on the porch, it was nice. It was really nice to sort of see that little bit of rain come through. And then it just kind of stopped. Heard a little thunder. And then it stopped. So, anyway. And it's going to be like that, I guess, until tomorrow. And then the weather is supposed to change again. I don't know. Who knows with this weather? I could tell you. I have the weather. The weather is on my my uh uh it's 72 degrees it's uh so we got 30 percent chance of rain until 11 at 11 and then and then that's it <laughs> and then we'll get 60 percent chance of rain so it's gonna rain today at some point a little bit more and then tomorrow and then it doesn't rain again until like Saturday, Sunday kind of thing. So we'll see. So, you know, it's all good. It's all good. All right. All good. It's all good. Uh, let's see. What else is going on? Um, I, I already talked enough about <laughs> Russia and, it's, and this level of 
foolishness. <laughs> I, I'm still, I'm still stuck on the whole mercenary turn on you. I, I, who trusts mercenary? And maybe, I, maybe I'm saying this wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Does does it matter if the mercenaries are your friend? <laughs> do the same rules apply? Do you, do you play by the same rules if the mercenary are your friend? Uh, and clearly. They, they must change because the cat that was Putin's boy turned on him. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how that goes down. Uh, and who, who paid him to make it go down? Because mercenaries don't think for themselves. You know, they hired guns. So they go where the money, they go wherever the money say go. I, I'm just, I'm just, so somebody had to pay them cats. Who's paying? Find the money. But you know what? You're not going to find the money because mercenaries don't have a trail. Unless you sloppy. And, and, and at that level, they're not sloppy. And the people that are paying them are not sloppy. You know, they know how to pass through money and make it go all kinds of ways before you ever get a sense of where it actually originated from. So that's all I know. And I only know this because I watch a lot of movies. <laughs> you know, you watch these movies, you just follow the money, follow the money and the channels and such. And sometimes, sometimes it, 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 that's how you know there are no permanent friends and no permanent enemies, only permanent interest. <laughs> that's it. Politics and terrorism, same, 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 same. No, you know, common threat, common threat. You know, a common threat is a common thread. You know, so somebody could be your enemy one day, the next day they're your ally. Next day they're your hired hand. So I don't know what, to, I don't know what to make of that. And I know Putin has got to be seething, just frothing at the mouth behind this kind of stuff. Because it makes him look like, I mean, listen, it makes him look like his country is for the taking too. You you want to march on other people's countries? You better secure your own damn borders because these mercenaries is a hundred miles away. They're about to march on Moscow. I was like, how do you <laughs> listen? I I don't I don't think that that was the intent. I think the intent was to shake him up, and and I think that worked. Because now the Moscow people, the Russian people got to be like, hey, what? <laughs> what? You bring war to our doors? So I know the Russian people are like, what is happening? So I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I don't think the intent was ever to march on Moscow. I think the intent was to just say, listen, uh, uh, I think the intent was to just send a message, send a very clear message, yo. <laughs> and, 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 you know, when you get that kind of message, you got to inventory your resources at this point. If I'm Putin, I'm like, all right, because he's all about the get back. He's a get back kind of cat. He is all about the get back. I'm going to get you back. I don't give a damn if it's my last breath. But before you could get somebody back, you, you can't make those hasty decisions. You gotta think about 
all right, how do I, wh what do I have at my disposal? What can I dispatch to get the get back? Nope. Okay. I'm fighting a war that I should not be in. That's number one. Messing with them Ukrainians, I thought it was going to take a week. It's ended up taking damn near two years. I'm <laughs> um, 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 pillaging my, my, my country for, for what? Yeah, I mean, you got these are questions you got to ask yourself if you Putin, and you might and you don't like them. You don't want to ask them because you don't like them because they put you in a bad light. And you don't and you and you but you know you got to do it because somebody done marched on you and showed your vulnerabilities to the world. And now you're like, okay, they think they're gonna march on me. I'm gonna march on them, but I don't got no march on them resources. And, uh, and you was already taxed to the highest, right? Like you already overextended, you know, uh, you, you, you know you, you're not able to feed your, 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 your soldiers, you know, you're not able to provide them with the artillery that they need, you know? So what, I mean, what are you doing? So if I'm Putin, I'm sitting at the house, I'm like, all right. And, and, and the world has, has tried to give you off ramps and you just kept driving. Like, I, I want your damn off-ramp. I'm going to keep plowing through till I finish, the, finish, finish these people. And now here you are. Get ready to get marched on yourself. And I, you know, I, I don't think that, he, yeah, he called it off. I don't think that was the intent. The intent was never to march on Moscow. I, I, I don't think so. I think, I think it was just to send a clear message. Hey, you you might want to rethink your positions in the world, dude. So if I'm Putin, I I gotta inventory my resources. Okay, I gotta get that. I gotta get them back. But I'm taxed to the brim right now. Uh, so I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna write it on a piece of paper. I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna get them back. You know, and that's and he and he's a grudge holder like that, right? He's a grudge holder. So this not gonna. He's not going to ever forget this and never let this go. He is going to get that person. But right now, you got a disjointed army, a military in a whole other country that you can't really take care of. And what are you going to do if you take Ukraine? What, was, what do you think he was going to do? You just want to say you took Ukraine? Them people was never, those people are never going to go for that. Even if you killed them all, they're going to keep fighting from the grave. They're going to, they're not going to surrender. They're never going to give up their freedom. They're just not going to do it. And so you can't, you can't even rule your own country. Your own country is in shambles. You want to go over there to another country that ain't got nothing to do with you. Related to your people, your, your countrymen had relatives and stuff in Ukraine. You know, we watched you march on Crimea. We watched it. Everybody watched it. We saw it. Bulldoze your way through. This ain't these people. These are different people. They're like, oh, our freedom means too much. We're not, we not surrendering. We're not. We're going to talk to the world. We're going to bring the world in this. Because I don't think he was prepared for the way the world just like, all right, Ukraine, what you need? What you need? We can send you this. No, we can't send you that, but we can send you this. We can send you 800 of this, but we, we can't send you none of that. 
I mean, that's just how the world was getting down. I was like, okay, whatever you need, aid, 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 we're going to send it, we're going to send it, because we can't let you fall. And, and, and really, by right, the world can't let this happen. You just, just can't let it happen. And you have to do everything you can short of putting your own boots on the ground. And, and believe you me, there's American boots on that ground. I, I'm convinced. Them, them cats came, yeah, they, they, they are fighting like they've been trained by Americans. And I know they have been, and some other folks too. So I know there's boots on the ground. We just can't say we have boots on the ground. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like, you know how you see these, you see how, you know how we do in our communities that like, oh, I wasn't there, that wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't me. I saw it, nope, you didn't see me. That wasn't me, I wasn't there. <laughs> and as long as you stay, as long as you stay true to that story, then people, what happens is people are like, well, maybe I didn't see them. <laughs> and listen, this is white people, so, you know. This is white people see white people. You know, I don't see no, if there were some black people over there, you would see it. You would be like, there's some black people over here. There are black people. There's the Africans are there. Some Africans are there that, that were trying to get out. African students that were in the early days of that, that, that mess um, was trying to get out. And they was having a hard time trying to get out because, you know, racism. But there are some black people that actually live, you know, that live there, live there. So you just don't see him because racism. Um, you know, I mean, black people are everywhere in the world. We're everywhere. I mean, we're everywhere in the world. You know, we're just we're just everywhere in the world. So that's just how it is. So yeah, so I, I if I'm Putin, I would uh, <laughs> the shaggy philosophy of war. It wasn't me. <laughs> that's it, Harry. That's it. And as long as you can say that, it's not you. Oh. Oh. So as long as long as you uh, as long as you uh, as long as you say it, the more times you say it, the more it becomes believable. And then the other person is left thinking that now they question in their sanity. Okay, may, maybe maybe it wasn't me. <laughs> Oh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe I didn't see them. Maybe I didn't see them at all. <laughs> so now if I'm Putin, I got to be like, oh, man, I got this to think about. Yeah, you got this to think about. And I don't got no resources. I don't got no, I can't, like, because that was, that was his top guy, his top mercenary guy. I, do you send the second guy? Who's the second guy? I don't know. I don't know what you do in that situation. I mean, I know what you do in the streets, but. I don't know. And they're and they about the street life because they do it, you know. So whoever, I, my my thing, whoever's paying the mercenary guy, because the mercenary guy, they, they're not, he's not about to take over. He don't want to take, he don't want to run Russia. He's like, I'm a hired gun. And that guy was, oh, he had an interesting job before he became a mercenary. <laughs> I got I forgot what he was, but he was, but he wasn't, he wasn't in the military. He became a mercenary. I don't know how you become a mercenary. Is there a school of mercenary training? I don't know what the, how do you become a mercenary? You just pick up a gun one day and like, uh, hire me, I'll go kill people for you. I'll go kill world leaders for you. I don't know. 
I'm just, it's just baffling to me. It's all, it's all just baffling. You know, it's all just baffling. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm a, listen. Uh, it's all just baffling. Just baffling. I'll go with it, though. I will go with it. I'll just go with it. People got all kinds of stuff they're trying to unload at the last minute. <laughs> I'm I'm on the uh I belong to Buy Nothing New Haven. And I love it because I've gotten a lot of I've gotten a lot of things for for nothing. You know, um a lot of things. And because people are leaving town, right? Students, that kind of stuff. People are leaving town and uh uh, and so they got to unload their stuff because, you know, they're not taking all this stuff back to where they're going or wherever they're going or, you know, they're not doing a, a, you know, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so they posted up and there's this whole movement of, uh, you know, give away your things instead of putting it in the trash. You know what I mean? And people have nice things. People have really nice things, but you know, some you just can't take everything. So uh um so it's it's that kind of that kind of vibe. So people post up things and you can look and see, and if there's more than you know interest, um they 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 do a little raffle kind of thing, like they you know, choose. I've gotten some stuff. What did I get? Oh, I got some, got a couple of things. Uh, but I'm always interested in new rugs for the porch, not for my house, but for the porch. I'm always thinking about, I'm always thinking about new rugs. Uh, I'm always thinking about new rugs. So, uh, so when people give away rugs if they don't have pets, because I, I don't like people that, I can't take stuff from people with pets. Cause it's just a pain, you know what I mean? Like pet hair and all stinky and you know all that kind of mess. So, uh, so I try to get stuff from people who don't have pets. I mean, I do get stuff from people who don't have pets, but I just can't. I just can't, can't be bothered. <laughs> can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. Ooh, wow. So anyway, that's, that's my take on, um, that is my take, that is my take on uh, Russia. I, I, I think I could talk credit, cred, credibly on these, on these news shows. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, listen, this is what I think. <laughs> this is what I think, this is what I think. I, I can go all around the world and tell you what I think because I'm not a politician anymore. So uh, always political, but not a politician anymore. Uh, and politician meaning pro professional, a professional uh, uh, relationship builder. So uh, so I I I don't have I don't I don't have to adhere to the to the uh, I can't say much concept or I can't tell the whole truth concept. I can I I can tell you the whole truth. Some of them can't, you know, um, uh, and, and uh, that's it. So 
<laughs> I go all the way around the world. Tell you all the moves. <laughs> you watch enough. You watch enough spy shows, and you watch enough uh, enough spy. You watch enough James Bond movies, and you watch enough all these kind of spy shows and all those kind of stuff. And you read enough um, uh, spy novel books like I did when I was a kid and detective books. You get a sense. <laughs> I I actually. I probably, I probably could make a fine, I could probably become or be a fine diplomat. I, you don't have to have a particular set of skills. I mean, you have, to, you have to be willing to sort of be in the, you know, find out stuff. But for the most part, I, I would be a good diplomat because I, I would bring people together and I would just like, you know, chit chat it up with them and, you know, be about it and then get all the, the the secrets that I need and relay them. <sighs> yeah. No. Uh-uh, <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. So, uh, yeah. So that's that. What else is going? Is there some other unrest in, I mean, there's always unrest in parts of Africa. Did they, did they, did they, um, did they, get themselves gathered in Senegal before I get there in February. Did they get themselves gathered? I hadn't heard anything else. I know there was a, a little bit of a, a civil unrest dust up. So I'm just trying to check in and see what's the situation like now. You know, uh, I, I just wish, I wish these countries in Africa that had unrest. And I get it because, um, you know, white folks went over there and just destroyed Africa, just destroyed. And this is like, this is not like yesterday. This is generational. This is generational destruction. And they, they, they sowed the seeds of distrust and just, oh, for generations upon generations upon generations. So of course, uh, of course it is ingrained in them the level of violence that happens in some of these countries uh, and these dictators. And they are just mirroring generations of what was done to them. And I just wish some leader would just rise up and say, we, we, are, we are done with mirroring Western culture and Western ideology and Western you know, genocide. We just, we're done. I just need, I just need countries in Africa to say that you know like listen we we have all the intellectual capital and the resources and the tools to run our countries you know in a way that rivals anybody else's country on this planet but I'm not I'm, I'm seeing it happen in small places in places but not overarchingly and I'm just like and I, I sit and I see it I was like God, if they could just stop killing and work on developing, you know, because everybody wants to just be a dictator. Like that's some thing to be. It's, and it's not uplifting people. It is just, I guess, I guess they say, well, if I if we're gonna grind our people, let me be the one to grind my people. Like, come on. It just looks just I just I just and I get listen like I said I understand this is generational 
generational harm. This is generation upon generation, centuries, centuries old, just uh, white supremacy lauded over this whole continent. Uh, you know, so, so yeah, so I, I, I think about that because I don't want you to think I only think about, you know, Russia. I don't. I think about all of it. I think about all the places. I think about Taiwan and, and, their, and, their, and their desire to be free of China and its misery. You know, I think about uh, the aboriginals who were pretty, are pretty, much, pretty much wiped out in, in Australia and, and in places, in New Zealand, and, you know, the, the indigenous people, you know, we have no regard for humanity. So, yeah, it's lucrative for to have unrest. Somebody's getting paid, you know. Somebody, somebody's making a fortune on all this unrest and uh, in the world, and and it, and it and it's distracting. And there's a reason for the distraction. And I'm no conspiracy theorist, although I like a good conspiracy. When you know, when you get a good conspiracy, where it's like it's 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 got a lot of uh you know uh truth or what or a lot of truth adjacent to it that's a good conspiracy and there's some out there that are really good you know like ooh, it's a good ass conspiracy you know like i like this one and then there's some that are just crackpot and you know oftentimes maybe the ones that are crackpot are probably the ones that are closer to the truth and than we like to realize or we like to believe. I'm gonna hold on to that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm hold on to that. I'm just gonna hold on to that. So I like a good conspiracy though, you know? Like I, not, not that Bigfoot mess. Like I don't like that whole Bigfoot stuff. I don't care about that. Or the Loch Ness monster stuff. I don't, I don't like, cause I think if, if that were true, we would have been there, found that stuff a long time ago. Them good old boys would have been in them woods hunting that Bigfoot and, and would have taken his head off and brought it brought it to the world stage. So I, I'm not, and nothing that massive could be hidden. That's number one. Like, I just, I don't care where you are in this country. That's not going to happen. So I, I'm not with the, the Bigfoot thing. And I'm not with the Loch Ness Monster thing. Although I think there are depths to the waters and the seas and the oceans that we've not reached. But again, again, nothing that big could be hidden. That all the technology, you would have found that thing. So, so I, don't, I don't like those conspiracy theories. There are conspiracy theories that I like though. Um, you, know, uh, you know, all the ones around, uh, I'm interested in the ones that are around, you know, who hired, who, who, who really did hire, who killed MLK? Who killed JFK? Like those, those are, you know, the tr eventually the truth is going to come out because the people that held the truth are going to die and somebody's going to come across a, a, a box of, of documents cleaning out somebody's attic and they're like, oh, here it is, right? I mean, that's, that's what's going to happen. Here's, here's all the proof. Here's the ledgers. Here's the, 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 the and all that kind of stuff. So. I know it's been a long time, but enough time has not passed yet. And then it'll all get 
you know, released and, and then we'll be ooh and I. And, and somebody else will make a movie about it closer to the truth. We'll get closer and closer to the truth as these little filmmakers want to make, make these movies, you know, take their turn at it, give us a version that, you know, that we could probably wrap our brains around and be like, oh, that makes sense, you know. And take license and liberty with, with, with what they know. But we know so much more now, right? So you can't tell me an ill... Ill illiterate cat gonna plan out a whole assassination. Come on, come on, come on. So, so yeah, so you, but you know, not enough. There wasn't enough. I, I think if if there's some people out there pressing for this, then you know. But for national security, okay, we're gonna cover this up. I, I'm unlike my friend Harry. I just don't think citizens should have access to every piece of information, because I just think most people are just stupid, and they wouldn't know what to do with this information, and it would be reactionary. You know, I, I just I just don't believe. I think some things just have to stay out of the hands and and brains of uh, of, of everyday ordinary citizens. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, but still, <laughs> I can't, I, I just can't get into it. I can't, I don't, I don't like people knowing stuff because they don't react well. You know, I, 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 let me tell you, if we would have, if Donald Trump would have did a better job of telling the truth about this pandemic, we wouldn't have lost so many lives, you know, but he was such, being such a, an idiot head about all of that. And, and this is the thing that galls me. Because I think anybody can run for president, right? You make your case, you run, you win, you win, you win, you win on the merits. Uh, what, what I think I was profoundly struck by is, it's like, it's like I tell you the story, my aunt, my, my aunt Kathy used to love wrestling, wrestling. She used to like to watch wrestling on TV. And I just couldn't stand it because from where I sat, it, I saw that it was fake. And she just would be like, no. It's not fake. And I'd be like, I can't. This is, they're acting, like they're playing at this. And she would be like, and she would get mad at me because I'd be like, uh-uh. And I never would call her stupid. I would never. She's one of the smartest, brightest people I know. I knew. But she was in, she loved that stuff. And I, and that's how I feel about people who voted for Donald. They just don't see it. There's a line in the Michael McDonald song, what a fool believes they see. So, I don't know. So that, that's, if, if anything gives me pause, it's, it's that. That's why I don't think some information should be in the hands of everyday citizens because they just, we just don't know how to, we just wouldn't process it well. You know, we would, we would overreact and we would do desperate things and we would just be stupid. So yeah, no, don't tell us, don't keep us in the dark about UFOs because then you'll have gangs of people sitting on their roofs, shooting up at the night sky. So, and you know, it's true. You know it. These gummies will be up there or on their, <laughs> on their roofs and anything that moves, they would be shooting at it. Uh-uh. So, so yeah, keep, keep us in the dark about terrestrials. We don't need to know, you know, we just don't. 
because I people would handle that information badly. And and we already seen it. We've already seen people. Listen, we couldn't even get people to mask to save their own damn lives. <laughs> Listen, your first line of defense to save your life is to put on a mask. And what did people do? Whine and cry, roll on the ground and die. We don't want to win. You can't make me wear a mask. <sighs> See what I mean? That's my point. So many people, and these people were outraged. They was throwing parties, you know, trying to give each other the, the, the virus. I mean, just stupid stuff. <laughs> and it's just like, and then all these people that went to their graves with the belief that, well, I'm not getting vaccinated. Oh, you're not going to. I'm like, you've been getting vaccinated your whole life. Oh. So you cannot give, you cannot give everyday citizens all the information. This can't do it. They, they would just behave badly. And, and they would be desperate. And they would do stupid stuff. So, yeah. You know, we can't do it. I'm, I, I'm with that. Just like, no, there are no terrestrials. There are no UFOs there. Just keep saying that. And then majority of people will be like, you know what? I don't believe in that anyway. You know, I mean, there'll be a few crazy people who'll be like, Ugh. now I happen to believe that there are terrestrials. I never thought we were alone. There's no damn way we are alone. We cannot be the, listen, if this is the only life force that God created, I, I listen, I'm going to tell you something. The Bible will tell you. He created a lot of things. She, he, they, them. The creator created a lot of stuff. And who's to say that we're not part, just we're just one facet of a greater creative creation story. Just one facet. Just one. There's other creation stories out there. Many, 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 many. So I believe that. You know, and I and if I'm if I'm not, if I'm that other being out there, I would pay attention to Earth too. Because I know, you know, we some crazy gun-toting, killing people. <laughs> well, I would just sit back in my spaceship and be like, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Let, 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 me, let me get to the next exit. I'll stop at the next planet. <laughs> I'll go by the next planet for some gas. I'll stop by Earth. And that's the way it is. That's how I see it. So... Anyway, I'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's what? Tomorrow's Wednesday. I'll be back tomorrow. Get it in. Have some more conversation. And uh, y'all behave yourself. Stay dry. And I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks, Harry. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo. Open up, man. Harry, I don't like this music. <laughs> I don't know how I let this happen. Oh, I like this. This is Shaggy. I don't know what to do. It wasn't me. Alright. Honey came in and she got me red handed, creeping with the girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. How could I forget that I had given her an extra feet? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Oh, you think I know my access to your villa? Press on a witness, all of your clean on your pillar. You better watch your back before she turn into a killer. Just review the situation that you call the pinner. To be a true player, you feel no hope to play. If she say a night, convince her say a day. Never admit to a word where she say. 
She saw the marks on my shoulder 